Hello, I'm Jelen, and welcome back to Cool Gems. If this is your first time tuning in, this is a space where we talk about dramas. Although today's episode is not necessarily just about a drama, we are talking about the King's Avatar universe. So the drama, the animation, the novel, all of that. I've only seen the drama though, and it was my first ever Chinese drama. So this was a very special episode for me. But also, I had my first ever guests come on, so that was extra exciting. This was recorded way back in September, so it's been a while. But I was really excited to share this with you. So without further ado, let me introduce you to our amazing guests. Dude, that's such a hard word to say. Would you guys like to introduce yourself a little bit? Maybe your name, an interesting fact. Oh、uh, yeah, I can go first.、Um, my name is Lily, and I guess an interesting fact about me is that I have a lot of online friends, and they've like actually transitioned from online friends to like in-person friends. If that makes sense, like I visit them like at least once a year now. So wow, yeah, that's so cool. I guess that's why、yeah. you were like alright with meeting random people, like、oh, through yeah, this no, podcast. I'm super open. <laughs> alright, anyone want to go next? Yeah, I can go next. So,、uh, hi, I go by Azzy. Um, I actually help out with the subbing of the King's Avatar, the English subs, and I guess like an interesting fact. Um, so each time I. Release like each time our group releases a sub, I tend to watch the episodes like at least ten times, just trying to make sure that everything matches up. So、um, I probably know the episodes a little bit better than most people. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you definitely know it way better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> Tia, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hey, I'm Tia. Um, since like we're doing um. I guess like online stuff and King's Avatar stuff for the interesting facts. Um, one interesting fact about me is that I actually like made a glory team, like in original content kind of thing. Oh, really? You made the game? Uh, I made a like a team, like just like a hypothetical team. Ah.、Uh, after I finished、oh. the、uh, light novel. Oh, that's so cool! Cool. cool. Whoa. Who who's on that hypothetical team? Um, a bunch of original characters. Oh, right. You said original characters. My bad. <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. So they were they were fictional people, not actual people. Yeah, they were fictional people, but um. Ah.、Uh, I was fictional, like, fictional. <laughs> fictional, fictional, fictional. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so cool、like、if you write like a sequel or something. Yeah, the original story's over, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sadly, I didn't know that. I I I thought that there was a because there was that news about a season two for the animated version, so I thought it was still like going on. No, no, no.、Uh, we're talking about the novel. Oh.、Uh, like the novel's already completed. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know much about this universe. I just know the drama, which is not that much. But yeah, I guess to get the ball rolling、um, on this conversation, 
Who is your least favorite character in The King's Avatar? Let's start with that. <laughs> Not something positive, but... Uh, so there's this character, his name is Lu Hao, which is like in the novel. But in the drama, he actually gets like coupled, like not coupled, but like he gets combined with Chen Yehui, which is the villain of the um, of the drama. And he's actually the character that has it out for Yeshio at the beginning because he always gets outshined by Yeshio like throughout the novel. So when you see Yehui's like character in the drama, the first beginning half of the drama, that's actually Lu Hao's character. So he always like goes in game and tries to mess Yeshio up and I just like don't like that energy. Like my my king Yeah Show is just trying to thrive <laughs> out here and he's just out here to get him. So yeah, that's why I don't like him. <laughs> the who what's his name again? Um Liu Hao. Liu Hao, yeah. It's like Mm-hmm. He's he's one of the substitute players that finally becomes a uh, actual like first player after uh, Yesio gets kicked off. Hmm. So he becomes like important, like he's good. Uh, I wouldn't say good, but like yeah, he's good at or he's not even good at sabotaging, but he he tries to sabotage Yesio on multiple occasions within the novel, and the character that. They combined with Ye Hui, which is the guy in the drama. Like, they both work together in the novel, if that makes sense. Ye Hui, is that, is that how you read it? He is the guy who um, got kicked off the team, right? In the drama? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The character names, there are just so many. Yeah, yeah there's quite so many. I remember Ye Sil, and that's, that's about it. <laughs> That's the one thing that I really liked about the drama. The fact that there weren't like a lot of people who wanted to like sabotage anything. Like they just mm. wanted to be the best versions, I guess, of themselves. And I really liked that. But anyways, since we're talking about negative things, what about you, um, Azzy? Uh, I'd probably go with uh, Guin, Lonely Drink. Oh, from Samsara. One of the branch guild leaders. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's the one that like uh there was this one scene in um in I think like episode seven or eight of the animation. Basically he's like, we should all stop making deals with with the guy. And then he's like, uh Lord Grimm, eight sets, can we do it? Yes or no? <laughs> yeah. But, and and, and, he, and he released a message, he's like, oops, wrong chat. <laughs> Yeah, he's such a stake, as most of them are. <laughs> yeah. I need to watch this animated version. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Is it actually really different? Yeah. Because aren't there less episodes for the animated version than the drama? I think there mm-hmm. are, yeah. So far, there's 16, no, 17. Yeah, so how is there so much more story in the animated version than the drama? I guess I wouldn't say that there's more story in the animated version than the drama, but the animated version actually follows the novel a lot closer than the drama does. Oh, I so see. I guess like the drama makes it like it's a very loose interpretation because the novel or the story itself of the King's Avatar is very niche to like esports fans and like 
gaming fans in general. Mm-hmm. And so they made it a lot more like public friendly in oh. the drama, if that makes sense. Yeah. So they go through like backstories and they try to like explain things that aren't really explained in the novel because like some people don't care about that stuff. Like they're only here for the gaming mm-hmm. and not for like not like character development because there is obviously character development but like for sure for sure yeah like emotional background story i guess mm, i see yeah that makes sense i actually want to ask you guys later a little bit about the differences between the novel and you know every other version because a lot of people mentioned <laughs> that there's a lot of hate because of all the differences between the different versions so i kind of want to get into that a little bit but um, let's have Tia talk about who you dislike the most. Like in the in the drama, my least favorite besides uh, Chen Yehui was actually um, An Wenyi because he was so um, different from his novel counterpart, like from the way he was introduced to um, his overall personality, like. He went from a really like humble guy who looked up to um what was that guy's name? The number one cleric in the league? Zhang Xingjie, I think mm. something like yeah. that. Yeah, that guy. But yeah, he was just like someone who was super humble, but the drama version of him was like he uh had to like elo boost himself, had his friend uh play on his account in order to get into Team Happy and mm-hmm. Even, like, after he got into Team Happy, he was still kind of, like, an asshole. I thought he became really yeah. nice later on. Like, he helped them quite a bit. Yeah, later on he was, uh, I guess, like, more friendly. It might be an unpopular opinion, but I felt like towards the end of the drama in particular, um, they kind of all, like, blended in together and kind of lost a little bit of their initial personality. I'm not sure if that was character development or... If they just had way too many characters on screen. Yeah, um, I think what adds to that is that when the King's Avatar drama first started production, they actually had 80 episodes to work with. But then mm-hmm. I guess it was too long. So it was, I think it was like announced in like 2018 like early 2018 mm-hmm. and then by the end of 2018 or early 2019 they cut it short to like 40 episodes so I guess right now there's only 43 episodes mm-hmm. so I think they really rushed the ending and that's why towards the ending a lot of details get blurred mm, I see yeah but that's gonna be a season two right I think mm-hmm. Fully. Yeah, I think I saw news that it was confirmed. Oh, for the drama? Yeah, for the drama. I think they confirmed it like two weeks after it finished airing. Oh, that's nice. But this year is just... Yeah. 2020, no one's going to be able to like film anything. Yeah, no, for sure. To be fair, the animated version took like two years to get out and there wasn't even COVID back then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that took forever. I was waiting. I, I was waiting forever. And it finally dropped. You must have loved like the novel so much. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I, I'm on my like third time reading it now. Wow. And there's a thousand seven hundred chapters. So that is dedication. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love it. I'm I'm like <laughs> if I have free time and I don't have anything else to do, I'll probably 
like just open it and read it. Like there are some instances where I find myself with no Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And um after they completed the ebook or like not the ebook, but they finished translating it completely, I found a link to the ebook and now I just read it. Like whenever I have no Wi-Fi. That's amazing. That's actually something that I'm really surprised by, that all of you spent so much time on this whole um The King's Avatar. Lily, you have seen, like, everything. Yeah, I've pretty much seen everything. I even started the manga, but I stopped at around, like, chapter 30. I think that's how they numbered it, because it's, it's like, basically the same thing as the novel. And I, I started after the novel, so, yeah. They have a new series now. Yeah, I know. It's like full what? color now, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, it's it's in the it's in the Korean style. Actually, no, Chinese style is the same thing. Chinese uh Chinese manhwa are always like full color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I saw it, and I see a lot of commentary about how they don't like this version. They like the older version more. I haven't really seen the older version, so I don't know. I think the older version mirrors like a Japanese manga. More than oh, like a Chinese webtoon type of thing. Yeah. So, and plus the art looks a lot different. So, I guess that's probably something else that throws people off. So, yeah. <laughs> it's just so cool how, how huge this whole universe is. But yeah, so you spent a lot of time with the King's Avatar, I would say. And Azzy too has to spend a lot of time because you do your fan sobbing um, stuff. Yeah, it, take, it takes a while. <laughs> yeah, and Tia too, right? You've seen like the novel, I think, and the drama. Yeah. So what is it about this universe that you're all drawn to that you keep coming back to it? So I'm in a bit of a different position because like when it comes to the like subbing perspective, it's like if I can make this, if I can give this an English sub that is that feels natural, that like is really easy to read, and like can reach out to as many people as possible i feel like i can get this out to more people more people can kind of like watch it they can see it they can get to like it maybe um that's one of the reasons why i do it and the other thing is like this is probably the one of the at least best known chinese series there are in uh, the western world i would say and Mm. i think that like for it to be representative of that, I think it's something. I think that, like, in my position, like helping it out is probably the best thing that I can do. Yeah, using your your skills for good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, like the official versions on YouTube, um, like at, at least the one for the second season right now, like I don't quite like the translation on it. See, you gotta be good with your languages to be able to say something like that. So you must be amazing. I mean, considering you do like this. No, I've been I've been living in the United States since I was young, so I know like I I I know like English pretty well, and I know enough Chinese to know what the corresponding English phrase should be. I think if you can like keep up with the speed, you are pretty pretty good. What about Lily? Oh, um, I just really love the universe, like the. Like the author Butterfly Blue does a really great job at painting the story and the characters. Each character has like a very interesting background to them all, not on an emotional level, but just like they're all such different people. And Butterfly Blue makes them connect in such a way that 
it's just really interesting and funny and engaging. Like to me as a reader, I don't even play games like that. You know, like all of my friends play it. I've never seen the appeal really, but um, just reading the novel just made me feel like, oh, I finally get it. Like this is why people play so much. Like they dedicate their times. This is why esports is a thing, you know? And yeah, and plus like, I personally think like the humor and just all the interactions just make it so real to me. And I love like people, like I love learning about people. I love like seeing stories, seeing how people like work. And so I think because there's also so many mm -hmm. characters that it just builds like a whole nother world. And I think that's just great. And that's why I keep going back. Do they explore the other characters a lot, like in the other versions, like the novels and the animated versions? Because I know in the drama, they didn't really have that much yeah. space to um, talk about the different characters. I think um, the reason why the drama doesn't have most of the characters is because, you know, like casting is really difficult and then you have to pay for all like the right, actors. Right. Yeah, so like... In the mm -hmm. animated version, they can have all the characters because, you know, like multiple voice actors can probably voice different characters. They just like change the intonation of their voices. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's probably why all the other mediums can like have a more accurate representation of the characters than the drama can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That like makes the sense. drama can only cast so mm -hmm. many like big name actors, right? Their budget, yeah. their budget's only so big. Especially since they have Yang Yang. I'm sure they're paying mm, him yeah. like, a lot of money. I think the drama budget is huge, though, considering all the like effects and everything, like the mm -hmm. visual effects, mm -hmm. the graphics, everything. It's so crazy. I would say visual effects is on their is the least of their usage money usage. Probably goes majority really? to the actor actor pay. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a lot of talk about how um the graphics seem really dull which is why i was like so surprised that you thought like the cgi was like so well done because a lot of like the fans complain about that and i think it's because they go from the animated version which is like full color like all the colors especially since you know it's drawn but then mm -hmm. you go onto the drama and it's really murky and dark wow which i i had no problem with personally but that's what i've been seeing online like review wise see i didn't know that because i didn't see the uh, the animated version but to me it was just so amazing how all the uh, all the different characters had all these like you know subtle movements like putting a hand on the shoulder of someone um patting each other on the back the kind of like and and um very specific facial expressions I, I thought that was amazing. And I know they did that using like motion capture and everything, but it was just so, so beautifully done. In my opinion. I guess if I watch the animated version, I might have had a different opinion. I don't know. I know. I agree though. I agree with you. I thought I thought it was really well done, especially for Chinese production. Because if you would compare it to another like slightly gaming drama such as Love O2O. Love O2O's CGI is terrible. I didn't notice it the first time I watched, but every single time I told all my friends to watch it, they'd watch it and they'd be like, I can't watch it because the CGI is terrible. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Yeah, that's actually something my friend said. Like, if I were to watch Love OTO after The King's Avatar, I would not be able to um, stand the graphics, the CGI in Love OTO. Yeah, it's actually really <laughs> funny because Love OTO actually has scenes where instead of going to an actual like setting or using like a set, they'll just like put the green screen in the background and it's somewhere like the shopping mall. So there's like a green screen for the shopping mall background. And it's just so funny. Like you can just tell every single like part that they've used CGI in it. But that's like 2020 uh, in a that's nutshell. That's-, <laughs> so, that's just all of us. <laughs> all right, I should ask Tia. Um, sorry, we haven't heard from you yet. Um, about, what was my question? Well, why, like, why do you always come back? Like what makes you uh, interested in the series? Oh yeah, that um first of all like everyone else gave like super good answers so uh um my answer is because um for me since i grew up like playing games and watching esports the uh series was really relatable um especially since it goes into like how um esports isn't just like this uh fun and games game stuff where you just like play and you travel everywhere and you earn money like you could actually like lose your job um get kicked from your team um if you become like older than 25 26 uh you might be forced to retire and the second reason why i'm drawn into it is because like even after finishing the novel there's still so much of the universe to explore maybe like you could think about how the next season will go since um, I don't want to give any spoilers, but or you can like create an original team like I did. Um, and I think like some people even made uh, songs, like fan created songs for the series. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like it's like so amazing how um, even though the series ended, like it still feels like alive i guess because of how much the uh fans are putting in content for um themselves and the community how much following there is for it yeah i would assume that there's probably a lot of fan sequels fan made sequels or something to keep the story alive yeah there there are a couple i've actually (laughs) not not to be ugly but i've actually started one too but i have not finished it because i'm a bad writer fan fiction (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, but there are a lot. Sometimes they don't use Yesho actually, which is, you know, the main character. They they introduce someone new and they have them, whether it's a girl or a guy, replace Yesho's as the person who's looking for glory. <laughs> which I think is like a fun concept, you know, like just continuing the story in their own way. Does the actual canon story just follow Yesho? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's um the thing for every, just about every character, at least that I've seen in the drama, that they are all there just to, you know, find their own place in this universe, um, in this glory universe. And that's, so I think that's something that a lot of people can run with, with a lot of different characters. I don't know, maybe, maybe recommend me some fan fictions. I, <laughs> I got you, girl. I got maybe. you. <laughs> Make sure to check out the animated <laughs> series first. Oh yeah, do that first. Oh yeah, there's so much already, like canon stuff to look at. 
Speaking of the animated version, though, I wanted to ask you about your fan <laughs> subbing, um, Azzy. Like, how did you get started on this whole fan subbing thing? And I mean, you talked a little bit about why you did it, but right, right. How? So, yeah. um, actually, uh, I think I was watching it. Like, I was just keeping up to the first season for a couple of weeks, um, after it started airing. Because I was really interested in it. It was a Chinese series. Um, you don't really see that many big series like with this much following from China. So that's like kind of what piqued my interest. And then after that, um, I just followed it every week. I, I found it really fun um, just watching the guy like run through the RPG esque style of the game. And then I saw that like the team that was doing it needed some help. I just popped into the Discord. I was like, "Hi, I know Chinese." Um, I have a friend who's also interested in doing it, and they're like, "Yeah, our our translator just dipped, so uh, please." <laughs> but yeah, and then ever since then, um, we actually got some more people to help out with some of the following episodes after that. And then just even though we actually have not released anything other than this series, we always come back for this series whenever the animation uh, picks up again. It's it it's actually quite interesting to me. So cool because I can only really speak English, which is a little bit sad. Effectively, I mean. So I appreciate like every single fan saba in the universe that like, giving me English subs. <laughs> no problem. It's like a labor of love. I think you have to. You probably have to put in a lot of time, right? A lot it's of not time just me. Effort. I'm not the only one. <laughs> we have a group that like definitely works together to do this. But yeah, so like we have. Mm. So from start to finish, basically. We have to type out the entire transcript in like what what they're saying in the entire episode in Chinese, and then translate all that to English. Time every single every single sentence. So we have to get the specific timing of when that sentence is said. Put that into a file, um, and then what we do is we actually use an, a software that is made for writing song lyrics onto like a movie video. Or something like like or like karaoke or something like that, hmm. and we use that to hmm. type it all out in English, and then we actually have a typesetter who does the same thing inside that software. So um, whenever you see a poster, whenever you see something like that that has Chinese in there, we can actually put English on top of it or put English like right above the Chinese to where it actually looks like it's part of the same poster or something like that. It 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 actually ends up looking really nice. And then the final step is to just basically just uh, fuse the two together into one single movie, uh, one single video file. But yeah, that's like the general rundown, I guess. Do you guys break it? Because you yeah. said you work in a team, right? So do you guys like maybe like one person does like the first five minutes? Like how do you split the whole? So like one person does up. timing. Um, one person does the actual like first round translation and then a lot of people go through edit it to like fix up the english make it seem more natural things like that it's just like this is definitely not a one person job and then uh one person goes through takes all of the lines plugs it into the right points and then uh one person like goes in at the end like gets the typesetting done and then one more maybe does the encoding and releases it it's a great great teamwork I would say. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's kind of like the teamwork in um, gaming, I think. Because, well, based off, like, the King's Avatar, how everyone has, like, different roles. 
Yeah. But that's actually something that um is really interesting about gaming, I think. And I don't really know much about it. Um, do you guys... Because you guys kind of do a little bit of gaming, right? A little bit more than a little bit. Lily says she's not a gamer, but um, you were saying that you don't really game Lily, but um, you do Mobile Legends. Yes, I do do Mobile Legends. So that's way more gaming than I I do. I wouldn't say Mobile Legends is gaming. I mean, some people would disagree, but the way that I play it is definitely not gaming. (laughs) (laughs) But is that kind of like like a reason why um the king's avatar is so attractive? Because of this whole gaming aspect that like you guys can relate to, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. I've mm-hmm. seen online that mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot of people actually are just there for the gaming aspects. Like whenever I see reviews of the novel, some people say to skip the first 30 chapters like in general. Because, or not 30, 300, because the anime <laughs> covers the first wow. 300 chapters. And I disagree because, you know, I am, I, I am totally for reading the entire novel. But you just, to me, you miss a lot more like story and character building. But um, to those who are just more into the gaming aspects of the novel, you don't miss much, which I would agree with that. So, yeah. For me, I'm actually kind of on the opposite side. Like, I think the gaming part is, like, where the action is. But I re- personally, I really enjoy the um, slice of life sex, like, parts uh, oh, section. yeah, me too. Yeah, because it just feels like, I mean, I think one of the, like, animations that we've all seen is probably, like, Sword Art Online, right? Like, it's it's just iconic. Um, yeah. But, the, yeah. And the problem that I had with it, it's just, like, it just felt like the entire thing was just back to back to back, like, just one thing after another. But I think this series does a good job of, like, separating the two, making it quite, like, different. And then through Mm -hmm. the slice of life part, you can actually see the characters. You can see, like, their lives. And it just feels more relatable that way. And I think think it does, it's a really integral part of the series. Yeah, for sure. And I, like, I totally agree. Like, I think that's why I'm so drawn to it as well. Like, they give a really good balance of like slice of life and gaming. So by the time you're watching each or you're reading or watching each match, you're have like a lot more enthusiasm behind each scene because you understand why they use each tactic or like the story behind each move instead of just watching them play and watching them just be OP in general without having like (laughs) real background reason Mm. to them being OP, you know? So yeah, I feel that. I feel that because it just makes so much. It makes everything so much more, I guess, precious in a way. Like the whole like um, what what's that called? The the umbrella thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Was it ten ten thousand tons umbrella? Oh, uh, I don't know because I heard it in Chinese, right? And I don't actually know the 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 English translations on um certain things. That's just so different. Like the team names and everything. It's just so hard to remember everything. But yeah, just having that backstory is so much more meaningful. But I actually wanted to ask you guys. Well, this is a little bit of a <laughs> awkward segue. But I actually wanted to ask you guys about how the esports depiction is um, 
different from reality if you are into esports. Cause it's so it's so interesting in the drama. I mean, I haven't seen anything else, but in the drama, it's just so huge. You know, like with the competitions, there was this one huge dragon flying in in like the first episode. I don't know if that was in the animated version too, but everything was just so you know high tech and just so crazy. Like, is th- is it like that in real life? Sometimes. I would I would not get your hopes up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> for, maybe for, like, the opening ceremony, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I've heard that it's actually pretty huge from my friends who game. I mean, the way that I would say is, um, like, given that it's a, like, fictional story, it definitely embellishes a lot of stuff but i would i would say uh i don't think we're that far off like just last year uh i mean if you want to look at what is uh what what's the inspiration it's obviously going to be like league of legends with a little bit of a rpg twist on it right mm-hmm. at least the uh the like esports scene is very going it is probably like really based off of what league looks like i mean just look at like league of legends is a world opening ceremony right uh for the final like last year they were using hologram in their dance and stuff and it like it's definitely getting there although like we're not quite there yet so cool though it's like everything about the drama um was so just so high tech (laughs) Everything, like every setting, everything just looks so advanced. Even the game itself looked so advanced. That was something that was really interesting to me. Like how in the game, you know, every character, every game character looked exactly like, um, well, not look exactly like, but they looked pretty similar to the actual um, people. And I know you can kind of maybe design your characters in games, but... Is it that advanced? Like, can you get your game characters who look so much like yourself? Um, in some games like uh, Black Desert, they have like customization portions for like every part of the face, including like cheeks, uh, eyelids. So I think you can actually make a pretty accurate representation of uh what you look in real life in the game is it as good as um, the king's avatar uh definitely portrays not it? Uh, okay. <laughs> i don't think it's as good but it's uh it's up there yeah and i would say like that's actually really rare too typically you only have like five choices <laughs> yeah yeah all the characters look the same <laughs> Is it that way in the animated version too? Like they the, the same, game right? characters look. Well, they they all look the same as their real life counterpart. Yeah. Well, I just cannot picture that in real life. Like, cause it's it's so strange. Like, imagine seeing a random stranger and you play with this random stranger in a game, and then you actually meet in real life and you recognize them. Like, that's so that'd be so cool. But I just cannot picture it just yet. I actually have so many gaming questions, and I'm not sure if this is the right space to ask, but just watching the drama, there were so many things that just surprised me because I'm not into gaming. So I'm just going to ask you guys, if you know, because 
I want to know. Is this whole like special card slot thing like a, a real thing? You know how they're just able to put in a card uh, into some oh. slot and <laughs> the game just comes on. Is, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Um, um, not for most games. I don't think yeah. it's very common. I think there are some games that have some similar method to that, but it's there's no huge like worldwide game that uses like mm-hmm. cards to like right. insert it and then you go into the game. Yeah, there's no game big enough. Like uh, the premise behind that is basically the entire the entire country plays the game so they're they're all like really heavily into it and since this is the only way you can log on they need to have it everywhere like that's the idea but um yes but typically for the sake of like easier access um game companies do not decide to do that (laughs) yeah you just need a username and password and you're good I guess it would be a lot more difficult if everyone's like account information was just on a card because if they were to lose the card, they'll never get to reclaim their character that's again. True. And I think that'd be pretty sad. Yeah, that was a thing, right? Like um, selling your card <laughs> and like your character. Oh, that's something else I don't get. Speaking of characters, like inheriting characters, because that was a thing in the... Uh, the king's avatar like when you retire someone else comes and inherit your character i mean your the the new um character looks exactly like the player but you inherit that um i don't know what to call it the the name the account oh the account yeah uh so the way it's explained is when a team signs a player they also buy the account so that account is now under the team's possessions so Mm -hmm. like they'll start with the person that they first signed is going to play under that account but then when that person retires the account is still the possession of the team so Mm -hmm. the team can decide which play which other signed player to uh use the account Mm -hmm. yeah and wait is that a thing in real life or is that a drama thing like, is it a, the King's Avatar thing? So the reason why it's more of a King's Avatar only thing is because in real life, there are no RPG-specific esports, I would say. Your esports tend to be more mm-hmm. of, like, a, games that start on an even battleground. Like, League of Legends, everyone starts at level 1. It doesn't matter which account you're using. They're all level 1. Everything starts the same. Um... CSGO, uh, Overwatch. There are characters for you to pick from, but everyone starts at the same field. Everyone starts the same way. King's Avatar is a little bit different in this way where if um, if you have the account, the equipment that you have, the level that it's at, the, the skills that you have put in, that all starts at a different position depending on which account you have. You don't all start at like ground zero, basically. I think the other appeal of the King's Avatar is that the author really just created a whole different type of gaming. And it's just so interesting and so intricate that he goes like, he goes super into detail about every single aspect of his new game that it really just draws you in. Like you want to know more, you want to know all the details and you don't get a lot of these nuances in the real gaming world. 
if that makes sense. Like all these like mm-hmm. problems from all these technicalities that like the specific glory game gives. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. So if I were to become a gamer right now, I probably <laughs> wouldn't get to experience the glory life, would I? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean you could still like pvp people which is like player versus player like fight one-on-one and they're probably team fight scenarios but w- it wouldn't be in the exact same way that you see in the king's avatar yeah for sure i guess that's why it's fiction yeah but tia were you about to say oh, something uh, yeah like um in i guess like actual games uh yeah there's like the fighting and all that stuff but in uh glory like there's the added element of how like even the uh environment has its own hp like you can destroy all the rocks and stuff and cause it to fall on people or uh monsters which i found like super interesting that's gonna take a nightmare to code (laughs) oh yeah There's actually some people, like some fans, who are trying to like make a simulation of glory, and I think that's so cool. But good, I don't good know the progress them. of it. I don't know when they'll be done either. More power to them. They are doing great things. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wanted to before we um forget, I wanted to ask you guys about um the hate, I guess um that the drama was receiving the live action was receiving and how different the drama is from just everything else like character portrayals and plot like i want to know the juicy details um so from what i've seen i guess someone else can take over the differences but i guess a lot of the reason why there's a lot of hatred like towards the drama in the fan universe because the general public actually really loves it like i showed it to my mom and my mom loved it and she doesn't know anything about the king's avatar but um the fandom itself they don't really love the drama because there's so many differences from the original source which is the novel and the drama and even if they took their own liberties the liberties that they took are way different like um on way e which is the healer they completely changed his character. They changed the reporter. Like the they they combined two characters for um the reporter character in the drama. So that guy's supposed to be two different people. And then they just rushed the ending. So I think episodes one through twelve are like maybe like 80% of the novel, like they match the novel 80%, but then the rest of the drama just completely deviate from the novel and they only take about like 30% of the original like source material. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like if you watch it, there's like actually like that many differences. I can't like really call out all the differences on top of my head, but one really prominent one is that um, they changed the way that, the challenger league is or like you have to do a mini league like a mini competition before you go into the challenger league which isn't in the novel at all and then around episode 30 they throw in background story about yeshio's like grandpa and that's nowhere to be found in the novel Mm -hmm. and they also did not include another big character there's actually another team member in team happy and they didn't include him at all 
maybe we'll see him in season two. Yeah, hopefully we see him in season two because he's actually a pretty big part. Mm-hmm. The character I'm talking about is Fang Ray. I think that's how you say his name. Fang. I have Fang no Ray. idea. Uh, oh, I've yeah. actually only seen the animation, so I uh, I oh, do okay. not actually know that much from the novel or the or the drama. So I'm actually I probably know the least about the entire series out of all of us. There's no way. It's just that the parts that I do know, I know very well. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So he's not in the animated version either. He hasn't uh, shown yet. up yet. Yeah. The drama covers around 800 to. 1,000 chapters of the novel, but the anime or the animated version for season one has only covered 300 chapters. It hasn't actually covered that much, has it? Yeah. I thought it was like 200. No, they cover up to 300 and then they skip the Christmas arc because they have a whole Christmas event and then they go Mm -hmm. straight to the OVA, which is All Stars. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, now they're on season two, mm-hmm. which is, you know, as you watch season two, you will know. No spoilers. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, the anime covers very little. I think the OVA is around like chapters 500 and 600. And right now we're at like end of 600, 700s. Wow. No, that's mm-hmm. just really surprising to me because I remember... Um, when I was translating for uh, episode, I think, 9 or 10, where Yusio, um is fighting Poplar Beach, mm-hmm. I remember having to look that up in the book to find what, like, one specific term was. And, that, and the chapter I got was, like, 150 to 180 for that. Or something like that. Oh, really? Here, I can check. I don't Actually, know. But... I'm not going to check because that's going to take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But like, I just remember like checking one of the episodes, and that was around 150. I I don't remember. I don't remember like which exact episode it was, but it had to have been towards the end because I didn't start. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't start doing the translation until ch- episode eight or nine, actually, of the first season. Yeah. Um. I think it actually moves pretty fast because the novel. Um, the chapters run over. So, like, each event goes through, like, maybe, like, 20, 30 chapters at a time, if that makes sense. It's a lot of chapters for just one event. Yeah. Actually, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm looking... I, I, don't, I don't doubt you. You sound very sure. <laughs> like... <laughs> maybe I am wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... It's all in my head. Yeah, I mean, considering the whole novel has, like, over a thousand chapters? Yeah, it's around a thousand mm-hmm. chapters. can't imagine, like, devoting so much of your time into just ah, creating this one universe. Uh, season one covers around uh, chapters 1 through 250, and the OVA yeah. covers around chapters thir- 300 to 330. Oh, okay, so I'm way off. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm rereading. Okay, that's, that's good to know. There's so much more of the universe that we still yet to discover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Although I do think there's a big difference between um, the animation and the novel, uh, specifically uh, Steamed Bun. He shows up a lot earlier in the animation than he does in the novel, right? I think so. 
Yeah, I remember talking with uh, one of my friends. He was saying that the author regretted including him so late. So that was one thing that he actually specifically asked them to change in the animation. Oh, I didn't notice that. I guess I was read it too fast. I think um, he doesn't actually show up in the novel until around chapter 400 or so. Or at least that's what I heard. Hmm. That's not right, because he he's in the All-Stars. Or not, he's not in the All-Stars, but he's... Um, I guess I guess what he means is he doesn't show up to Happy. Yeah, he doesn't sh- like he doesn't actually physically get into the okay. net cafe. I think. Okay. Oh, I thought you just meant like in general, like his character doesn't show up, and I was like, oh, it was one know. of the two. I don't remember which. I, I think it was like I-, I now that you mentioned, I think it was actually like he doesn't physically show up. Yeah, I think I think that's probably what it is because <laughs> they were a team, like not a team, but they find him pretty early. He's yes. trying to steal the boss. Yeah. Right, right, right. What is their portrayal like, though, of like the different characters? Um, I mean, are they still pretty much the same, like personality-wise? Maybe other characterizations? Because I've heard that Yasuo is not very similar across the different versions. Yeah, that's that's very accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, Yasuo in the drama. Oh, I forgot about this because. Yeah, I just forgot about it. But Yesho is actually a lot more childish in the drama. Childish isn't the right word, but he doesn't know simple tasks and he doesn't seem like he has like a really good EQ in the drama. But mm-hmm. he like he seems a lot more playful and stuff like that, but in the anime and the novel, he's playful in the way that he's like I don't know, like sarcastic, like a lot, like not like, I don't know, not innocent type of playful. Like mm. he makes a lot of. Like he just wants to mess with them. Yeah, he just wants to mess with them, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's he's really like intuitive in person as well as in the game. Like he can get his way around things like within like in terms of like the novel or the anime. But in the drama, um, Yeshio there is clueless on anything except for glory, which is why. And I think they added that so that like he could be a more lovable character for the general public. Oh, I didn't know that because I um I've heard that he was like way too overpowered in the drama. Because I got the feeling that he was that hero character, and I wanted to ask if that's how he's portrayed across like the different versions. He seemed to be just good at everything. Maybe not at like fixing light bulbs or anything, but he was good at like basketball. He was good at leading. Everything he was saying was like supposed to be some kind of like truth bomb, some kind of wise saying. That was the impression I got from the drama and I wasn't sure if that's what he's like in like the novel and um, the animated version. I mean I can speak for the animated version but I don't think like the animated version doesn't actually show that much of like other stuff like that and it doesn't do um ba- like what you said basketball or anything like that but like I think the way yeah. it depicts him is more just like carefree but like he will mess you up inside glory. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think the drama they kind of like catered towards Yang Yang a little bit because in every single 
thing that Yang Yang has ever acted in. I've seen a basketball scene. <laughs> so, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, if it works, Yang don't Yang change it. Basketball in Love O to O, and I just gotta say that. And wow, I think he also plays basketball in like Tornado Girl or whatever. I don't really know the title of that, but yeah. So I think I think they really catered to Yang Yang's acting in that aspect. And I do agree that they did make him pretty OP in like a lot of aspects. But Yesho in the original source is just an ordinary guy, basically, just really smart, intelligent, not like intelligent in like maths or like school or anything, but he's very like intelligent within the game. And like, he knows his stuff, like he knows pretty much everything about glory or like he spends so much time in glory that he just naturally knows it rather than he like knows like specs if that makes sense yeah i I think is that what he's like in the animation too that he's more of an ordinary person who um just knows the game really well yeah i would say so (laughs) okay i'll just clarify i think all formats match the exact same definition of Yeshio, except for the drama. So it's just Yang Yang. Yeah, it's just Yang Yang. <laughs> Tia, were you going to say something? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, yeah, I think it's because of his like knowledge that he, um, for glory that he amassed over the 10 plus years that he played it, uh, which is the reason why he's um, able to use the unspecialized class where like, even the other godly characters like uh, Hong Xiaotian, those people would not be able to use that class because um, even though like they have like deep knowledge on the class that they use, they don't have uh, Yosio's like knowledge of glory as a whole. Yeah, he's the textbook, yeah, right? The textbook. Yes, that's what they called him. Ten years, man. It's a lot of time. Yeah, ten years ago, I was in middle school. Same. I think I recall seeing something about how people just did not like the way that they changed Yeshio at all because um, he is seen as like a more ditzy person who like suddenly like not like matures but like matures up at the right moments like especially like when he's playing the games but otherwise he's like clueless to everything else but like the end novel Yeshio he can like take care of himself if that makes sense like he can do things that people ask him of like um they don't focus on when he first came into the internet cafe because right when he got the job he just did it but in the drama he was like spilling water like stocking the shelves Mm -hmm. in the wrong way vacuuming Mm -hmm. people's like pant legs like that's not (laughs) like what yesho does but like yeah and a lot of people don't like that but i thought it was fine i think the way that like you would put it is um the drama seems to be more of like an adaptation and takes Mm -hmm. inspiration from it but um yeah it's yeah it's not it's not like it's not a drama portrayal i would say Mm mm-hmm it's more yeah so like and then i think that's where i guess the hate comes from it's it's just people that expected a drama portrayal of the exact same thing come in and they find that all of this has changed it's like why is this all changed and yeah. i think like the changes are are it, it's like what lily says it's they're made to change what the target audience is 
um, to mm-hmm. fit more of the people that would watch a drama. And I think that's like where it comes from. That's a, that's kind of the thing with like adaptations of anything, just like Harry Potter, Twilight, maybe. <laughs> everyone just kind of hates on the um, well, not everyone, but a lot of people get unsatisfied with how it's portrayed on screen, as opposed to like the books or just. You're not. You're never gonna satisfy everyone. Yeah, and. I honestly thought that they did a good job, especially like to change to a general public type of audience. And they do a good job explaining so many like little nuances that are explained in the novel in the small time that they have for the drama. And that's why I personally, I personally loved it. Like even if I would have watched it without like having Yang Yang as the main character, which is why I originally got into the King's Avatar because I found out that he would be Yeshio. But um, <laughs> eventually, I fell in love with the source material on its own and not without like Yang Yang's influence. But just like thinking about it like clearly and just thinking about the base, like the viewer base that the drama was going out to, I thought they did a great job because they just added more like emotional background and a little bit like fun drama or like fun aspects to it. So that like it's like general public friendly. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a question for you guys. Um, so in China, so the the country where this is all from, between um, men and women, who do you think this series is more popular with? Between like, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Is it not men? I mean, there's a reason why I'm asking. <laughs> I actually think the opposite. Oh, really? You think, like, women? Um, well, I think it might be more, like, 50-50, even though, like, the gaming's, um, I guess, more men-oriented. Um, there's, like, a lot of strong female characters, like, uh, Sumo Chung, uh, Tang Rao, um, the Misty Rain Captain, which I don't think she shows up in the drama. Um, mm-hmm. And there's also, like, like Yang Yang, I guess, which I think is, like, pretty popular with uh, the ladies. Oh, are we talking about the drama? Uh, just this whole yeah. series, I guess. Okay. Because, oh. I fe- personally, I feel like whole series, it's... I think it's more popular with males, but the drama itself is definitely more popular with girls yeah that was what i was thinking because i've only seen the drama and i thought the drama was probably way more popular with women just because of how many guy actors there were wait they just got a bunch of hot guys (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's actually funny because in the novel there's another like character that hasn't shown up anywhere or wait i think i think he's shown up in the anime but um his name is joe zakai and he's supposed to be yeah he's supposed to be like the hottest player in the alliance and because they casted yang yang as the main for the drama a lot of people were like who are they gonna cast for zakai because he's just supposed to be hotter than anyone else so yeah, I mean, to funny. be fair, uh, yes, he'll never shows his face. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's a good point there. Yeah. Um. No. Uh. So the reason why I asked this is, um, 
I actually went back to China in 2018 for summer vacation. And mm-hmm. um, like while I was there, I was able to meet a couple people like that were around my age. I got to talk with them about it, right? And turns out uh, the series has, is actually much more popular with women in China than with guys. Like it's it's much more popular okay. with girls than guys, and when I asked her why, um, she, she just said, "Just look at how many hot guys there are." <laughs> <laughs> like even in the animation, even in like every just everything, like like that's the reason why. And then I was like, "Wait, so what are the guys doing then? It's it's a gaming show, right?" And they're like, yeah. they're saying, "Yeah, they're too busy actually playing League." <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That's well, actually yeah. hilarious. Because a lot of the people who I've talked to here, like in America, they're actually guys who enjoy yeah, the yeah. King's Avatar. So that's that's very interesting that it's a lot more popular among women, like in China. I obviously see the appeal. Then again, I have a sample size of one, so that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I don't doubt we'll it. Though. <laughs> I don't doubt it either. I really don't. Especially since it was popular enough to be a drama. Yeah, it's probably like... Yeah. Right, right. They must have known there was a huge female fan base. And that's why they, like, decided to cast, like, who they casted. Yeah, Mm -hmm. cashing on it more. Yeah, for real. (laughs) I kind of wonder if it's a cultural thing. Like, if, I don't know, gamers in the u.s uh just like watching stuff more i don't know it's so hard to tell i guess i guess a lot of them do watch anime like it's not directly correlated but all my gamer league is a gateway drug yeah for real for real (laughs) it is a gateway drug to end off i wanted to ask you guys um who your favorite character is you know, since we started with um, who our least favorite character is, uh, we should end up on a positive note. Well, this is hard. There's just too many good characters. Yeah. Um, I guess I could go first to give more time to think. But um, off the top of my head, I think my favorite character is Huang Xiaotian, which is the um, the sword saint or um, the really talkative guy on Team Blue Rain. Mm-hmm. And I just love him because not only is he really good at what he does, like he's really good at gaming, but he's also really funny. And no matter what like platform it's on, whether it's the anime or the novel or the drama, he's just consistently a great character, no matter what they change. Um, he always cares about everyone around him. He is like really funny in terms of like what he says like I think the author really uses him as like the jokester kind of like the comedic relief character for most scenes Mm -hmm. and yeah and he's just like I think after reading the novel or like just looking at it I don't obviously I don't know Hong Xiaotian like that because he's not a real person but he seems like a really good person so that's why he's my favorite He's so cute, like, in the drama. Yeah. Just the energy he brings to, like, everything. But, you know, I actually have a question about his character. Um, They have all these um top four teams meetings. You know how they get, like, the leaders, I guess, of all four teams? Mm-hmm. Captain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the captain. 
the captains. They have the captains like come around for a lot of things. And he's always the like Huang Xiaoqian, he's always the and I was always kinda really surprised because he's not a captain or is he meant to be the next captain or something? Um like he seems really important. He's he's popular. He's the most popular player in Blue Rain, but he's definitely not the captain. And the captain of Blue Rain is actually still good for a couple more years, I'm pretty sure. So I think if he was there in the drama, I think it was just there for screen time and not because of any underlying reason. Oh, so he wasn't that um, present, I guess, in the um, other versions? Oh, he's definitely present in the animation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, he's there. <laughs> he's there all the time. It's because him and um, Yeshio are, like, friends. Or Yeshio is, like, friends with all of them. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think if he was at, like, the captain's meeting in the drama, it's just for the actor's screen time and not for any reason. Mm-hmm. Because in all the other platforms... He's, like, present, like, throughout, but he's never present in, like, captain meetings. Oh, okay. So it's another drama liberty thing. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate his presence. He's really funny. For sure. (laughs) He's a pain to translate. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) He speaks so fast. You have to replay it so many times to understand (laughs) which exact word he says. Can you memorize his lines by now from repeating it so many times? I mean... His most famous lines are basically just PK, 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 PK. Oh, yeah. I remember that from the drama, too. Who, what about, who's your favorite character? What about you? Um, uh, I would actually probably say uh, Chen Guo, the, uh, the Netcafe owner. I just feel like she hmm. is one of the more relatable ones. Like, just the, her, the way, like, her emotions are played out. Like, even though she's just a supporting character, it's like, the way that she kind of watches and just like i mean and then also like the way that she doesn't believe that it's actually yetio right like yeah. that's just so it just feels so natural right like yeah like there's no way you actually are him and it's just like over time realizing that yeah that's him and then it's like does does this mean that like now that we know it's him will he just disappear on us like i think a lot of that is stuff that you kind of just take for granted but then when you think more about it it's like that's actually probably pretty realistic in the way that she acts and i think that like it's it's a really good, it does a pretty good job of keeping like emotions there and stuff like that mm. it's actually pretty interesting because i feel like i've read somewhere that um people were saying that her portrayal in the drama or her adaptation of her character in the drama was so different from um, everything else she was portrayed more as like a sort of ditzy character um, she messed up like forms and everything like for registration into the competitions and people were saying oh well I saw somewhere that people were saying that she was a lot more childlike in the drama um, as compared to the other versions so people didn't like her quite as much in the drama so, I mean, you haven't seen the drama, right, but right. I'm just pretty surprised that she is a lot more, I guess, likable in the animated version. I mean, one of the things about yeah. her um, that you don't really see until season two, because she doesn't really, like, 
she doesn't understand that it's Yetio until until season two. Like she, mm-hmm. although like she doesn't have a hand in it at all, like she feels really bad for him and like is trying to help him out with his situation. And like it's just stuff like that, like that makes you feel like, yeah, like there's not that ma- that many people would that would actually do that, right? Piggybacking on what you said about the drama differences, she is like she's definitely not what she is everywhere else. Um, what they say, like their complaints about, are very valid. When I watched the drama, I actually didn't like her at all. Like I hated her character mm-hmm. um, because she is very much like a child. She, like, it's really weird because she cries a lot, like in the drama, but it's meant for like actual sadness, actual tears. When in the novel, whenever she like cries, it's like not for like comedy reasons, but it's like she cries when she finds out that Yesho was like kicked out of um or that Yesho retired from Excellent Era because she's such a big fan, mm-hmm. but everyone knows that like, oh, that's not like 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 Yesho doesn't care in that type of way, if that makes sense. But then like in the drama adaptation she just like cries over everything she messes up a lot and she's just a very soft person while in the like everywhere else she's like really like hard like she's a badass basically and she does anything to support but like like she's not overbearing i see why you would like her character then in like everywhere else (laughs) Yeah, she seems pretty different from what you just told me. Mm-hmm. I really have to check out the other versions. Need to get the full experience. <laughs> yeah, I actually think like you're doing everything in a good order. I think if you want to enjoy every single medium, you'd start off with the drama first. So that like hmm. when you watch the drama, you're not like stuck on comparing details. You're just watching like mm-hmm. for the fun of it. I'm I'm doing good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what were you saying, Tia? Well, uh, I was just saying it makes a lot of sense because I, I started with the um, animated version and I went to the web novel. So yeah, I was kind of doing the compare contrasting with the uh, drama and the web novel. Like when I was watching it. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of fans were doing when they were watching the drama, especially since a lot of us were waiting really long for it. So mm-hmm. there's nothing really to do but compare. But like when fresh pair of eyes watch it, like for example, my mom, she like loved it through and through. She didn't think there was any problems with it. Um, that's me. I'm like your mom. <laughs> yeah. 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 What about uh, so? Who's your favorite character, Tia? Oh my god, such a hard question. Um, right. You can just go with the easy answer. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll say <laughs> either the drama version of Anwani or like Steamed Bun as a whole. Um, Steamed Bun because like the way he plays is just so random. Like one day he could lose to a person that just started playing the game. And then the next he could like win easily versus a pro. And then for Amoni in the in the web novel version, like like I said, he's just like this really, I guess, humble guy who happened to stumble upon Yasil by luck in the when I think he was um spying on Team Tyranny. That's how they met. 
Mm-hmm. And just like being a normal guy who kind of wants to look up to the best players in Golari to becoming someone someone who's actually like playing in the league on the team of the best player in the entire history of the game and to receive like praise from your idol is like I, I think like for normal people who just like play games is kind of like the dream scenario for them I guess Wait, so he's your least favorite and your favorite? Oh, I guess. Like, <laughs> I think I think it's like the drama adaptation of him is his least favorite, but the novel version of him is his favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, which I totally agree. That says so much about the differences between the different versions. Because like, even the way they meet is different. Like. Um, in the dramas, they meet because his friend played on his account, and um, his friend's skill was good enough for his account to get recognized by Yesio. But in the um, in the web novel, they meet because Yesio's um spying on Team Tyranny, uh, which I think is like one of the funniest uh, arcs in the whole uh, web novel, the Unrivaled Super Hottie arc. And, I agree. Uh, I agree. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, that's um they meet because um I think he noticed like his uh timing with uh healing skills was really good. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's so cool. Anyways, um thanks for sharing with me all your um favorite parts and things that you might not like so much about the different versions or the king's avatar in general and just talking about this whole tk tka universe the king's avatar universe with me that's it's really fun um having people to talk to for the first time and you guys are my first guests it was kind of nerve-wracking but it was also really fun so thanks so much for coming on and um yeah do you want to plug anything did, did, did you just say do we want to plug anything <laughs> yeah. so not that i have that many listeners but <laughs> no i don't I mean, have anything really. going on just thanks for having us i guess yeah yeah, no, it, yeah. yeah it was really fun thanks time. for coming on seriously oh sorry i was just saying thanks for giving us such a great time that may have been a little abrupt but what about you Do you have a favorite character or a least favorite character? What of the King's Avatar universe have you seen? Were you a drama viewer like me? Did you watch the animation? What about the novel? Or have you seen it all? Let me know at CoolGemsPod on Twitter or Instagram and I'll see you hopefully next week. But if I don't, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year!